0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that we refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for August the 10th, in the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America as our guide, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, What are the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Two hours a day, six days a week, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. It all starts now. First, a recap of yesterday's broadcast. It was Sam Bushman and the good sheriff, Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org. He's the founder and president of the organization. I happen to be the operations vice president or vice president of operations of the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. And we talked about a lot of things, ladies and gentlemen yesterday. Let me just get to the recap. We talked about the rogue government. The deep state in bed with the CIA controlled media has now literally declared war on we the people, folks. There's just no other way to look at it. And we chronicle that by talking about four main names and then two backup names. You ready? Donald Trump, Alex Jones, Ammon Bundy, and James Edwards. Donald Trump has so many attacks against him, it's not even funny, including the latest raid, which now they're claiming is not a raid. We'll talk about that coming up. Alex Jones just got fined $50 million, uh, and they haven't even finished yet. How much will he be fined before it's over? Acting like because Donald's wealthy, because Alex Jones is wealthy, that you can take on these two. But your free speech rights are in question if you ever contradict the government-controlled narrative. See, that's the problem for Donald and Alex. Ammon Bundy thrown in jail literally for two years. What happened in the end? He was guilty of nothing. And your government, your FBI, your Justice Department, because of a whistleblower and because of evidence in court, was the ones that were called criminal by the judge. Right? Right? James Edwards, they claimed he was a leader of the KKK and a member of the KKK. The court, after James Edwards sued them, documented that was a fact he wasn't a member of either of them. But yet it doesn't matter. They can say it and lie in the media about him because it's the company he keeps claims an Aesop's fable called The Ass in the Cellar. Well, these four landmark people are highlighting the change in government. Government has gone rogue. Government has become an enemy. Government has declared war on we, the people. The two in reserve names are Richard Mack and Sam Bushman. They're now going after us relentlessly. They're literally writing articles saying, hey, in Bundy, Stuart Rhodes, Richard Mack, all these guys are out of control, crazy militia members, James Edwards. And you know what? Sam's at the helm of it all. Sam interviews all these people. Sam is the glue that holds everybody together. They lie, 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 lie. I got attacked by the IRS, the FCC, and the USDA all at the same time in the past. I beat them all, by the way. But why the heck is the IRS armed to the teeth? The expansion of the IRS would include adding 87,000 new goons, over $45 billion, earmarked for, quote, enhanced tax enforcement is what they call it 45 billion 87,000 more goons out in the field ladies and gentlemen you think that's going to go well the senate passed the 745 billion dollar quote inflation reduction act it will not reduce inflation at all they say it was after an all night session that lasted more than 15 hours folks the bill includes nearly 370 Billion dollars in, quote, green energy subsidies, socialism, straight up, in your face. Not to mention the tax credits they'll be giving the special few. Nearly 80 billion dollars in funding for the IRS in total. 45 billion for law enforcement, but the other billions are to, quote, what, update their infrastructure? Look out, folks. They're coming for you and me. That was hour one. Hour two, it was a simulcast, Liberty Roundtable Live radio, simulcast with the Sheriff Max show on on TV and radio. So it was TV and radio simulcast, second hour. And we talked about prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, mar lago under siege, raided, attacked by FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a U.S. president or, you know former president before why does the IRS need five million rounds of ammunition and 45 hundred weapons why the heck does the IRS need that kind of ammo we need to disarm the IRS it's actually a bill that they're working on right now disarm the IRS bill did you know that we the people need to hold Palm Beach County Florida Sheriff Rickel L. Bradshaw accountable. Bradshaw, shame on you. Did you know about this? If you did, then why are you in on it? And if you didn't, why aren't you speaking out boldly, nobly against it? Saying, look, you should have at least been notified for coordination purposes. What if the, um, you know, somebody had called the sheriff and the sheriff came out not realizing, because as far as I understand, these agents weren't even in their normal garb or normal clothing. You know, they were plain clothes. Whatever you want to call it, they say officers, I say thugs. Uh, But what happens if there was a shootout between the sheriff's department and the FBI because uh, there was no coordination? See, it's a security risk to say the least. Why wasn't the sheriff notified? And if he was, man, he's sure strangely silent. What's going on with all that? Donald Trump issued a memo on January 19, 2020. That was a memo to unclassify a lot of the documents that the DOJ gave to the White House. On the Crossfire hurricane probe, that's the idea that Donald was in bed with the Russians. Turned out to be a big old lie. Well, Donald declassified all that information, but the government still won't cooperate. Judicial Watch is now suing the Department of Justice or the DOJ because of them not releasing the records that Donald Trump declassified. So now you've got a situation where on one hand, at the same time, Donald declassifies information, they won't release it. But yet now they claim Donald took classified information to his house. Information that he could have declassified himself had he wanted to. We'll probably find out later that he did declassify it, and that was all a lie. Who knows? But the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is you have the Obama-Biden administrations and Deep State literally spying on Trump and his associates. It's the worst government corruption scandal in American history, folks. That's Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. He's the president over there, and he said, and to make matters worse, how can you make matters worse from that? Wow. To make matters worse, the Biden DOJ simply refuses to release, quote, smoking gun documents about this corruption that the American people have an absolute right to see. So that's the problem with these thugs, right? Anyway, that was the two-hour broadcast with a good sheriff, Richard Mack, ladies and gentlemen. And news that I refuse to use for today starts now. Larry Pratt with me, well-known talker for liberty for years and years and years. Dear friend, welcome back, Larry.
2: Sam, it is very good to be with you. It's a rather momentous week because I think we've really turned a corner. You have pointed to it already. When any unit of government in our country thinks that it's fair game to invade the home of a former official of the government, in this case, the president of the United States, Um, some might even uh, speculate that he's still the president. But Be that as it may, he's a former president for sure, and he still has Secret Service protection. Uh, By the way, just as a related matter, I think uh, if he hasn't already, and he probably has, he better have plenty of protection that he personally uh, can pay for, uh, because uh, who knows uh, what the Secret Service will be told they're supposed to do. Maybe they're all supposed to be on sick leave the day that something nasty comes down. So anyway, and I think Trump is... Uh, He has seen his first rodeo, so I think that probably occurred to him long before it occurred to me. But after this brazen, in-your-face invasion of the former president's home, and uh, we're supposed to think, uh, oh, well, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, And you've already mentioned that even if these were top-secret documents, he's the man. Uh, He can determine, uh, certainly while he was president, what's secret and what's not. Uh, It's very difficult to make the case that he broke some kind of law. Uh, And if they were to take this to court, and they may, uh, I think he'll ultimately prevail. Uh, And only somebody with his deep pocket uh, could even hope to withstand the enormous legal cost that he's already born. And now looking at for the next, uh, who knows, two, three, four years, uh, we all should live so long to be able to uh, be still alive after the government has finished such a malicious legal action.
1: All right. When we come back, Larry Pratt will continue, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me closely. Now the Democrats and the, quote, fbi defenders are running around saying quote to be clear a lawful execution of a search warrant is not a raid i'm going to talk about that with you in seconds ladies and gentlemen this is the one and only liberty roundtable the live The of
3: the american west is alive and well in range magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the american west each issue contains informative articles breathtaking imagery as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's buckaroo calendar order online from rangemagazine.com loving liberty network salutes the spirit of the american west at rangemagazine.com
4: this is a battle a battle between truth and deceit a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media it wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com
5: Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies, John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a the lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government.
1: with you live ladies and gentlemen sam bushman larry pratt on your radio we're talking about this lie lies ladies and gentlemen quote to be clear a law execution of a search warrant is not a raid now you've got these thugs that are armed ladies and gentlemen coming to the former president's home if it's not a raid why are they armed to the teeth If it's not a raid, then why do they come in plain clothes? If it's not a raid, why didn't they let anybody know in advance? Why do they try to appear as secret service agents? So here's the deal. The lie, ladies and gentlemen. The lie. Ready? To be clear, a lawful execution of a search warrant. Well, define lawful execution. Just because you get a judge that signs off on something, uh, due process requires you demonstrate probable cause. Well, they say, well, they have to the judge. Yeah, but what about to the accused? They say it's not a raid. Well, what is it then? Could Donald just come back to his home? No, they waited until Donald wasn't home. Then the fact is armed FBI thugs Refused to provide probable cause. We still don't even have probable cause here. Okay. New details leak about FBI shock raid on Mar a Lago. GOP leaders firing back at Attorney General Garland. Preserve your documents and clear your calendar. They make it sound like they're coming after him. I don't really see any real guts. Either this is criminal or it's not. If it's criminal, we don't need to wait till after the elections to get after this. But Eric Trump literally confirmed that about 30 FBI agents raided Mar-a-Lago. Now, my question is, if it's not a raid, do we really need 30 armed goons at his house? Now, the raid does not confirm that Donald Trump has committed any crimes, folks. But they say that it means that a judge might have probable cause. Well, I think you need to show it. Probable cause should be documented on the search warrant. Legal experts, they say, uh, say the raid must have been approved by the most senior level of the Justice Department, perhaps even by Attorney General Merrick Garland. They say because he was a former president, it would have to be at the highest levels. Well, the highest levels are claiming they didn't even know about it, Larry Pratt. So there's a trap in that statement. If they didn't know about it, who gave authority? And are we sure they even had authority? If they do know about it, they just got caught lying, sir. This isn't going well, Larry. No, it's it certainly not. And to uh, have a
2: machine gun toting guys uh, outside while the raid is going on uh, indicates that they were uh, looking for any kind of trouble these guys were probably on a hair trigger in an extremely dangerous situation because of their actions as you pointed out uh, the president wasn't even home so uh, there's not much likelihood that uh, even his secret service protection would have uh, inadvertently uh, done what uh, could have happened to those invaders And uh, by the way, even a legitimate uh, raid on a mafia boss, uh, that's a raid if it's conducted to go get business records or something like that. Or if it's just somebody that uh, uh, hasn't really done anything of any grave moment, it's still called a raid, even if it's a properly executed search warrant, peacefully carried out. It's a raid. That's the word that gets used all the time, whether it be the, the mafia or your accountant that messed up. And uh, it's uh, it, it tells me that they're a little nervous about the, what they've done, uh, and they're trying to use words to up the game to make it sound as if, Oh, those agents really were in a dangerous situation. And they
1: were getting to the bottom of a crime conducted by the former president. See, this is a lie. Now, let me define raid for you, ladies and gentlemen, just to be clear. The first definition says this. A surprise attack by a small armed force. It was a surprise. It was certainly a, you could define it, 30 people, uh, who, who knows how many armed by a small armed force, right? Second, a sudden force of entry. Into a place by police. Now you can debate if they're really police and if they have any police powers. That's another topic, but there you go, right? Number three, an entrance into another's territory for the purpose of seizing goods or valuables. That's the American Heritage Webster Dictionary, ladies and gentlemen. How is that not a raid by any definition, Larry?
2: <laughs> and uh, it just seems that uh, uh, Stalin, Joseph Stalin, the Mass murderer of millions of people in the Soviet Union uh, might have described long before what was done t- to Donald Trump. Uh, he was talking with his uh, head of secret police. Uh, I think the guy's name was Beria, Lavrenty Beria, and he said, uh, "Show me the uh, the man, and I'll show you the crime." In other words, uh, oh, oh, we don't have a Reasonable cause, will invent something, and it looks to me as if that's what they were—they were hoping they were going to find a treasure trove of uh, inked or computer records of nefarious activity uh, involving Donald Trump. Well, you know, Donald Trump uh, went into the presidency, and I don't remember the numbers, but. Uh, He's still worth uh, several billion dollars, and he went into the uh, presidency $4 billion wealthier. It cost him big bucks to be president of the United States. This is not a guy that uh, arouses suspicion that he might have been uh, sticking his hands up to his elbows in the cookie jar the way the Biden family seems to. Uh, this is a guy uh, that was about as clean as any president we've ever had in this country.
1: Now, ladies and gentlemen, many are saying that the raid could be illegal. These are some of the new details that I kind of mentioned shocked new details. The Epic Times has an interesting article in it that says FBI's quote Trump home raid potentially illegal. Here's the stunning reason why and what it has to do with is laws on the books that say if you can obtain documents another way, a more simple way, a less, quote, force or invasive way, by law, you're required to go through those channels and do that. Well, the archives department or whatever you want to say, the National Archives already went to Mar-a-Lago and already picked up boxes that were mistakenly shipped to Trump's Mar-a-Lago in the first place. Well, Donald's claiming that he cooperated all the way and supplied that information, and the, uh, the archive people came peacefully unarmed and got those documents and everything else. And so the laws say, the you know what, they can't go to this level unless all other levels haven't worked. We don't have any documentation, and this is the probable cause discussion and the due process discussion. We don't have any evidence that they tried all these other avenues and were shut down by the Donald. So when you look at it this way, it could be an illegal raid now, unless we understand the probable cause and what levels they tried to obtain these documents uh, more peacefully or in a, in, a, in a milder manner in the first place, Larry.
2: Sam, it's entirely possible that the thinking that went into this raid was um, uh, related to what uh, Stalin had said about, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. They were on a fishing expedition, it would seem. Uh, So that somehow they're going to find something that's going to show what a terrible person Donald Trump is. Because all the hard left know that Donald Trump is a truly terrible person and should never have been able to be in the presidency. Uh, And this is something that just has to be done. He deserves it. Uh, So they've already got him convicted or who knows what uh, in their minds. Uh, The fact of the matter is uh, they messed up royally, and even some liberals, uh, even some folks on CNN were saying, uh, oopsie, uh, maybe this wasn't as copacetic as we're being told.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is a serious, serious issue because you start to discuss due process of law. You start to discuss probable cause. You start to, and even on the uh, slight chance that they have probable cause or something that we don't know about. When you're president of the United States, uh, you know what? Fraud is a very high bar to achieve. A suggestion that Donald knew, even if he had classified documents in his house, if it was erroneous, you would have to prove that Donald cleared out his own office or did it intentionally himself to even get anywhere so ladies and gentlemen they're going to have an impossible time connecting the dots on this is the problem where do we go from here we'll talk about it with larry pratt in seconds
0: exposing corruption informing citizens pursuing liberty you're listening to liberty news radio
6: Radio News.
7: I'm Tony Marusa reporting. By an overwhelming 86 to 11 vote, the Senate Tuesday night gave final passage to a bill that ramps up health care and disability benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxins. The Pact Act of 2022 passed Tuesday night. Pat Toomey, who led the Republicans installing the measure, warned that it included what he calls a trick that would permit indiscriminate spending. And the school in Utah has removed books from the shelves.
8: Utah's largest public school district is defending its decision to remove 52 books that some parents view as pornographic. The Alpine School District has roughly 84,000 students. The district decided to pull the books by 41 authors from its library shelves after an internal audit flagged them as sensitive material without literary merit. From the West Coast USA Radio
7: News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. I'm Tony Marusso for USA Radio News.
9: Mike Lindell and My offering the Bogo Extravaganza right now on a whole slew of My Pillow products. Now you can find all sorts of great deals on My Pillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance My Pillow 6-piece towel sets, roll and go anywhere pillows, much more, all priced buy one get one free. Go to MyPillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find you some great MyPillow products. They're all available. Oh, by the way, you can also get Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase, but you have to uh, go to MyPillow.com slash USA or call one 800 951 8175 and make sure you use the promo code the buy one get one extravaganza going on right now at mypillow.com
7: a kidnapped girl's escape in alabama has led to the discovery of two decomposing bodies and the arrest of a man now facing murder and kidnapping charges police got a call monday morning from a driver about a 12 year old girl walking alone along county road 34 in dadeville tallapoosa county Sheriff Jimmy Abbott said Tuesday at a news conference the girl had been restrained to bedpost for about a week, according to the criminal complaint. Jose Paulino Pascal Reyes, 37, was arrested Monday, about 25 miles away in Auburn, on suspicion of first-degree kidnapping by U.S. Marshals and police, the sheriff said, adding other agencies are also on this case. U.S. job openings fell by the most in just over two years in June as demand for workers eased in the retail and wholesale trade industries. But overall, the labor market remains tight, allowing the Federal Reserve to continue raising interest rates. At least 4.2 million workers voluntarily quit their jobs in June and layoffs declined. This is USA Radio News.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, all the way to the president of the United States, rogue agents seem to be taking control of the United States in a very unconstitutional, violate the checks and balances way, violate the checks and balances, violate due process of law, uh, violate um, probable cause and beyond. Okay. It's a lie. To be clear, a lawful execution of a search warrant is not a raid. That's not true. And I debate if it's a lawful execution of a search warrant. See, that's an assumed statement at this point without evidence in fact. See, the mainstream press loves to use this without evidence term, don't they? But I'm telling you, without evidence, they're claiming it was a legal, lawful, you know what, warrant. A legal, lawful, lawful execution of a search warrant. We don't know that to be true at all, okay? They can't make claims like that without evidence. You show me the probable cause. You show me the proof. See, due process depends on this. Now, new details leak about the shock raid. The agents were armed. Folks, why do they need to send armed agents to the former commander-in-chief's house? What are they going to do, have a gun showdown? Do they have any evidence that it was justified to go there armed? Are they looking for a fight? All right, now, they, I claim, and others at the Epic Times and others are claiming, hey, it might have even been an illegal raid. Because of the laws that are on the book, see? And they're saying it was illegal, lawful. Okay, we don't know that. Now, new Sovereign, our dear friend Ben Swan, breaks this down in a very unique way. Normally, when I have a guest on, I don't play this long of a soundbite. But in this case, I want to because I want Larry to respond to it. Larry, listen carefully to this. But they say FBI raids home after claiming Hunter Biden laptop disinformation. So the interesting thing is they're treating Donald with hostility, armed thugs at his house, while Hunter Biden, nothing happens. And they protected Hunter Biden since 2017, 18. Uh, Before the election, they literally spiked stories and shut down. And we have now discovered the FBI went into protection mode when it came to Joe and Hunter. Now that alone is election fraud, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to Ben Swan. We'll chat about the details. It starts now. Well,
4: former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home has been raided by the FBI. You've probably heard that by now. The FBI claiming they were looking for classified materials that he kept after leaving the White House. That story though, alone, is highly questionable. But here's the thing, at this point, How does anyone make the case that the FBI is not a law enforcement arm of the Democratic Party in Washington, going after political enemies, especially now that we know not only did the FBI not investigate Hunter Biden's laptop, but it has now been revealed, thanks to the work of a whistleblower within the very agency itself, the FBI, that the Federal Bureau of Investigation put a, quote, scheme into place to actually protect Hunter Biden and claim disinformation about his laptop during the 2020 election. Is it time to not reform, but completely get rid of the FBI? I'm Ben Swan. This is Truth In Media. Hey guys, welcome to the show. We're gonna break down for you today this pretty remarkable story, unprecedented. Reports from highly credible whistleblowers within the FBI that the truth behind a widespread effort in that agency to discredit negative information about Hunter Biden took place before the 2020 election. And of course, this information coming only days before 30 FBI agents raided the home of former President Donald Trump. Supposedly, they say, in order to collect items on behalf of the National Archives. Since when did the National Archives use the FBI? To go collect information for it. We're going to break it all down for you in just a minute. It is a bizarre story. But before we do, a shout out to our partner for this episode, Zion Metals. Zion Metals is a trusted precious metals company that specializes in goldbacks, as well as other bullion and collector coins. Zion Metals only sources from trusted dealers and tests all their products. Zion is one of the top leading and reliable goldback suppliers in the country. Not only do they have goldbacks from Utah, New Hampshire and Nevada, but they also have other collector gold and silver notes. Zion Metals helps customers get the best, high-quality, unique gold and silver products with the most quality service and fast, durable shipping. You should check them out today and get those gold backs while they last at zionmetals.com. All right, so back to this story. News of this raid broke out less than 24 hours ago when the former president himself put out a statement saying that his Mar-a-Lago home in Florida was, quote, under siege take a look quote these are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home mar-a-lago in palm beach florida is currently under siege raided and occupied by a large group of fbi agents the statement reads going on to say quote nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the united states before After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid of my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct. The weaponization of the justice system and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections, end quote. So what do we know about this raid? Well, the truth is not much. It reportedly involves Trump's failure to turn over classified and some unclassified government documents and other materials that the FBI claims he improperly took from the White House to his Florida home. Again, this has been ongoing now for about two years. Earlier this year, Trump turned over 15 boxes of government property But it would appear that the National Archives and the FBI believe that he still has items that he should not have. We're not sure what those items are. Consider, however, that it is absolutely a stunning turn of events. In order for the FBI to search Trump's home, they first had to get approval of the attorney general himself and then had to go to a federal judge and submit hard proof that there is probable cause to believe that a crime was committed. Now, that deserves to be in all caps, right? A crime was committed because it's never been done before in the history of our country. A former president in the active crosshairs of a federal criminal investigation and one that was serious enough to trigger a search warrant. As Trump pointed out in his own statement, Hillary Clinton deleted 33,000 emails and no one came after her. But of course, Trump isn't just a former president either. Right now, he is likely a future candidate for president. As recently as last week at CPAC, nearly 70% of attendees polled said that Donald Trump is their number one choice to run for president on the Republican side in 2024. And that, of course, raises questions about the FBI's real motives here. Is this the kind of thing that we see in a banana republic? It really is. Where active administrations go after their rivals using government agencies. And is the FBI nothing more than the law enforcement arm of the current democratic regime. And that seems to be the case. It's really hard to argue that they're not. Consider that only days ago, new information came out regarding the scheme inside the FBI to protect Hunter Biden during the last few months of the 2020 election. According to highly credible whistleblowers inside the FBI, this was achieved by refusing to investigate information found on Hunter Biden's laptop. And instead, not just not investigating, but classifying the information that was found as disinformation even though it was either verified or verifiable via criminal search warrants. An assistant special agent in charge of the investigation even attempted to improperly mark the matter in the FBI systems so that it could not be opened again in the future. Keep in mind, based on the authentic Hunter Biden laptop archives, Hunter engaged in troves of highly illegal activity, so much of it. He documented and actually recorded himself. It seems like he didn't do anything without recording it. This includes the use of illicit drugs, prostitutes, falsifying firearms applications, tax fraud, money laundering, and foreign influence peddling. He's now being investigated, by the way, by the U.S. attorney in Delaware for potential tax fraud, also for money laundering, and for selling Joe Biden's influence when he was vice president to foreign entities such as China and, you guessed it, Ukraine. So if you're keeping score, here is how that cover up of Hunter Biden's laptop worked among intelligence agencies. First, the intelligence community in a letter claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop story was simply Russian disinformation. It wasn't. They said it was, even though they had no evidence that the laptop was disinformation and the fact that the information on the laptop itself was easily verifiable. They knew this. But then after the intelligence community signed letters claiming this to be true, the mainstream media ran with that letter because, again, it was signed by multiple former heads of the deep state and spook agencies such as the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, et cetera. Then mainstream outlets claimed that the letter was factual and therefore that the laptop, again, was Russian disinformation. But it's not. And that led social media and big tech companies to jump in to protect the public. That's what they said. Companies like Facebook and Twitter took the socially responsible position of using the letter from those former intelligence chiefs and mainstream reporters as evidence enough that the laptop was not real, and therefore they censored coverage of it and even banned and removed those who attempted to share information from or about the laptop. See how all this works? It's a self-feeding cycle. And as all of this was happening, the FBI used these claims as an excuse to then close their investigations into Hunter Biden protecting him. As a writer for The Federalist recently put it, this scandal is no longer just about the Biden family. It is about every member of the law enforcement and intelligence communities who put our country at risk by simply failing to do their jobs, which of course leads us back to this question. So what does it mean for the FBI to do their job? Is this what we just saw with the raiding of President Trump's home? Is that now the job of the FBI? Has the agency become so corrupt that it, along with the rest of the deep state agencies like the NSA and the CIA, only serve a political function? And if that is the case, is the only answer to defund or altogether shut down these organizations? I want to hear what you think. Go to Sovereign.media, comment on this story. Right, the answers are
1: resounding. Yes, it is time to completely end slash shut down the rogue criminal FBI. Larry Pratt, while they were protecting Hunter Biden to this level, they attacked Donald relentlessly before the 2020 election. That alone amounts to election fraud. To bury the scandals and the criminal activity, of Joe and Hunter, but to then attack Donald relentlessly uh, throughout that campaign, I submit to you that's using government agencies to commit election fraud. We need to shut down these criminal organizations, sir. Sam, it gives you uh, a
2: little bit of appreciation for why people in uh, foreign countries sometimes are very reluctant to meet with foreigners because they know they're being watched and they know that Uh, The government might come in and uh, on a good day might just beat the snot out of them, if not actually call them away and never be seen again. Um, This is the the, the mentality uh, at its fullest development. But what we've seen is uh, this kind of thinking well on its way that, uh, as I quoted earlier, Joseph Stalin, show me the man. And I'll I'll find you the crime. Uh, it's a fishing expedition. We've used that term in America a long time, and now it, it kind of gives us a more of an appreciation that they're not just looking for a, a nice tasting fish. They're looking for a real stinker. And it seems to me that uh, they've been caught uh, with a, a very dictatorial attitude. Uh, that they're the boss, and you and I uh, just better uh, jump as high as they say when they say frog. Uh, They're in control, and we're just here to pay taxes and do whatever else uh, their regulations tell us we have to do. It's a very, very dangerous mentality. And and by the way, um, for those that uh, have done a little study of American history, Remember, one of the major complaints the colonial fathers had was a uh, the possibility that on any day, a British uh, group of soldiers could bust into your business or your home, uh, molest the women there, steal things out of the home, forget any talk about a warrant. It's just that somebody got it in his head that uh, – uh, this guy had been speaking too much, uh, look at the things he's written in those newspapers, and that becomes probable cause. He's thought nasty thoughts about the government. And that was the the one of the major triggers of our war for independence was that a man's ha- home was not his castle and that uh, the Redcoats could just Bust in any time they wanted, and nobody was safe, uh, nobody's liberty was uh, respected. Uh, it was very dangerous, and it br- provoked, ultimately, after many years of suffering under this kind of oppression, it finally triggered, to use today's word, a, uh, uh, a violent uh, response to the violence that had been inflicted on the American population by a government in England that started out being the legitimate government over the colonial uh, states here in America but had become so rogue that it became not only legitimate but necessary to use violence to overthrow it. Uh, the, The problem that we face at the moment is I'm afraid that the folks that carried out this raid uh, and those that authorized it, including, as you've uh, pointed out, or Swan did, had to come from the very top, at a minimum, the Attorney General, who probably is still unhappy with Trump because Trump didn't uh, uh, ultimately put him on the Supreme Court. Can you imagine what it would have been like to have that dude sitting there and the Supreme Court making decisions on cases like this that will surely get to the Supreme Court. Uh, If any of us live long enough, it'll get there and be decided eventually. Um, This is a a very crucial and dangerous point to which we've come here in our history. We've seen it in the past, if we would simply take a look at what it was like in the past uh, and let's hope that we can put a stop to this before it gets to the point where the colonial fathers felt they had no other alternative but to meet a superior force on the uh, uh, parade ground of Lexington, Massachusetts, and uh, have it out. And uh, a lot of people died because uh, thugs back in England, including uh, dumb, dumb King George, who couldn't even speak proper English, uh, were sitting there making policies, that they had no idea what the ramifications were going to be.
1: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But the rhetoric is ratcheting up among Republicans. Strangely, uh, Ron Paul's Campaign for Liberty email just they sent me an email just recently. And it says this, the financial police state. And then they say the writing is on the wall the government has gone full totalitarian and they highlight just look at congress about to approve doubling the size of the irs with 80000 new 87000 new agents look at the fbi a rogue agency weaponized by the regime they manufactured a plot in michigan to kidnap the governor They persecuted hundreds of peaceful protesters while giving a pass to thugs clearly breaking the law, and now they've raided Trump's home. Folks, 48 years ago, Richard Nixon had to resign the presidency essentially for, quote, abuse of power. You know what? Even his worst critics didn't accuse him of anything like the abuse that Donald Trump's experiencing under the Biden administration. And now these same people are saying they want to create an executive order and change the dollar to a digital currency. Um, Larry Pratt, I don't know how to, to say this. I want people to kind of back away and I don't want to ratchet this up, okay? I don't want a civil war. I want to back away. I want peace. I want the rule of law restored. I want the checks and balances. But you have got, where now, um, literally, your government is so out of control. What is the next step for us? The Republicans are saying, yeah, this is really bad. Please elect us, and then we'll dig in. But every time we elect the Republicans, they lie to us. They promised that Obama Obamacare. They voted for it 40 times when they didn't have control. Once they got control, they did nothing. They claimed pro-life. Donald backed the pro-life play, but when they got in office, they did nothing with pro-life really. Okay, we go on and on with this. Uh, Donald Trump promised to lock up Hillary. Nobody locked up anybody, except for now they're trying to lock up Donald Trump. How do we peacefully respond to this? How do we not ratchet it to the next level? But if we can't create accountability, it will go to the next level all by itself, right?
2: Sam, I think the um, the options are getting fewer. But one of them uh, would be that if the Republicans uh, are able to gain control of the Congress, as it looks like they might well do so, especially in the House of Representatives, which controls the purse strings, if they're serious. And I think your skepticism is uh, borne out by, uh, it's supported by uh, lack of resolve that the Republicans have displayed in the past. But if they're serious now, if this doesn't scare them into really taking serious measures, uh, take, taking control, then uh, the the moment uh, is going to get worse and worse real quickly. What they must have on their agenda is once they uh, have that gavel put in, uh, I guess it'll be Speaker McCarthy, uh, who wants to be liked by everybody and isn't willing to go and fight for almost anything uh, it's really a a pity Uh, but the Republicans have to demonstrate that they are willing to radically radically slash the budget of federal agencies that have cops that's not a constitutional measure police powers have been vested in state and local governments from the very inception. And one reason that that was done was precisely what we were talking about before the break, that the British soldiers were controlled from the top. They were uh, loyal to the king, uh, not even to any constitution. And we have to reestablish the vision and the concept that the founding fathers had that police power is vested Uh, In the people, it's delegated to police by the people, and the federal police agencies, if they're not eliminated, should be radically, radically uh, reduced in their funding. Somebody may say, well, some crimes are interstate. Fine. Have the states engage in uh, 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 agreeing on various compacts, which is a constitutional way For states to act on matters that affect more than one state. Just because it uh, might cross a state boundary doesn't make the matter a federal government issue. That's not the American concept of government. And we can say goodbye to an awful lot of the uh, things that are being done uh, out of Washington. And some of those very nice buildings uh, could probably be much better run by the Hilton Hotel chain or the Marriott or, um, uh, do, do I dare say, by the uh, Trump organization, which runs a bunch of hotels, uh, probably better he stay out of that and let somebody, somebody else take him over. Uh, but the fact is, uh, the government in Washington uh, and there's uh, a little uh, robots uh, around the country answering only, to, uh, authorities in Washington, they need to have their feathers pulled. They need to be grounded. They need to be defunded. They need to be told, thank you for your service. Here's a certificate. Here's a gold watch. Now get out of here. We've changed the locks on the building.
1: It is scary to know how to respond. Do you think Donald Trump will run in 20? 24, number one, and do you think this will preclude him from running? Because if they consider him a criminal, uh, he may not be able to run. That's kind of the, the debate as well. Do you think he runs, or do you think he wins, Larry? Well, I think
2: he's been aiming at running for quite some time, and the fact that they've done what they've done uh, to his home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, indicates that they're scared to death that he would run because uh, it's becoming more and more obvious that if he does run, he's very likely to win. And in fact, uh, what the government, the federal government, what the Biden administration, what Attorney General Merrick Garland, who's the head of uh, over uh, the FBI, what they've done is to make it so I think Donald Trump is probably unbeatable. They've made him a martyr and the, uh, uh, th- there's no going back now. Uh, and so I think a lot of people are coming to the realization that, uh oh, we've lost control of what goes on in Washington. We need somebody that has demonstrated uh, a willingness to take them on and fight them. And uh, Donald Trump has done that. He may not be the only one that would do it. Uh, I can think of DeSantis being uh, certainly up for it. But Trump certainly has. Uh, the certified uh, track record of having taken them on. And if they fooled him here and there on various issues, uh, posing as experts, and this is what you ought to do, Mr. President, I think he probably uh, has said, no, uh, that's not going to work anymore.
1: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Larry Pratt doing a phenomenal job. We have got to keep our cool. They want, in my opinion, to lay a, an entrapment scenario where we get so frustrated and so angry that we start to break the law. Don't believe the lies. Don't fall for entrapment. Remain peaceful. Hold the moral high ground. The wheels of justice grind slow, but we can have justice if we use the proper principles, the checks and balances, and we the people stand together as our founding fathers intended. That is the clear answer. Thanks, Larry. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable radio talk, radio. Show, talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for August the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our Two of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? As you know, we reject revolution, we stand for peaceful restoration. Of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Very strange, ladies and gentlemen. Twice vaxxed. Twice boosted. And Donald, or I'm sorry, and Joe Biden. Gets the coronavirus twice. All in a row. Twice vaxxed, twice boosted. And what do you call it then? Twice infected? Is that what you would call it? Um, I thought Joe went on the rager, angry at all of us who weren't vaxed, claiming that we're the ones gonna spread the disease. We're the ones that are getting infected. We're the, twice vaxed, twice boosted, twice infected, and he's going to go after someone like me and say, Sam, you're not vaxxed and you're the problem? Do you see how they weaponized the coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen? The government is out of control. Now, they say he's in a good position to fight COVID. I don't think so. I don't think so. Why? Because he's 79 years old. This virus primarily is designed to attack the elderly. And this is my opinion to which I'm entitled, right? (laughs) This bioweapon, this COVID virus weaponized by another elderly man, Fauci and others, Uh, And now the president, they say twice, you know, he's vaxxed, twice boosted, all that, now twice infected. And They say now he's going to be okay or whatever. What special treatments did he get? Anyway, he mocked Trump back in the day. I look at this and I just go, folks, these people have turned into flat-out criminals. Now, you hear a lot of rhetoric from the Republicans right now. The Democrats are the bad guys. The Democrats are the deep state, et cetera, et cetera. I only partly see it that way. Now, my dear friend Joseph Farah wrote an incredible article yesterday in WND.com. Joseph Farah names the betrayers. WND.com. Now, I want to give you uh, insight into this article that he wrote. It's an incredible article. I slightly want to modify what I think he's saying uh, so that you understand my take. I don't mean to disagree with him, but there you have it, right? All right, listen up. The FBI and the deep state are at war with America. Joseph Farah, he names the betrayers. I completely agree with his headline. Boy, howdy. Fresh off the Democratic Party, empowering the Revenue ser- Internal Revenue Service with 87,000 new agents. Think about that. Many of them are armed to the teeth. Wow, Joseph is making the exact points that we've been making over the last several days on your radio, right? The FBI conducted one of its, quote, famous early morning raids. The first ever against a former president. That's the president where many think he has cheated out of the last election. I'm one of those. I have that right to my opinion. I believe it was election fraud. They can say without evidence, and I say you lie again. We have plenty of evidence to that fact. I'll point to the simple evidence that you guys suppressed Hunter Joe stories about criminal activity while you attacked Donald relentlessly. What power does the gatekeeping Yesteryear media have when it comes to suppressing everything criminal about Joe and Hunter while attacking Donald relentlessly with false stories funded by another candidate, Hillary Clinton, right? That's election fraud, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, and they would say, well, without proof, and I would say, yeah, you went after Donald without proof, too, on the election um, Russian scandal, Turned out to be a big old nothing burger, but it sure worked to suppress support for Donald and sure worked to protect Hunter and Joe, right? Would the outcome be the same? Would Donald have won and Joe have lost if that difference alone was uh, reversed, attacking Joe and Hunter and leaving Donald alone, see? Uh, Election manipulation, election fraud. Now, they talk about the popularity of Donald Trump. When Donald Trump would go to a venue packed to the gills, when Joe Biden would come out of his basement and go somewhere, this is nothing support. I get more support of the speech than, than uh, Biden did. It was one of the darkest days in America, August the 8th. That's yesterday or no, two days ago now. It came on the anniversary of another dark day. Did you know this? Exactly one year to the day, 18 Rhino senators, 18 Republicans, joined the Democrats to break a, quote, filibuster and end the stoppage to advance the $1.2 trillion, they called it a bipartisan infrastructure bill, to a final vote including Senate, Mitch, Senator Mitch McConnell joining the Democratic majority. These are the betrayers of America, the deep state. They include all elected Democrats, the intelligence agencies, as much of the federal bureaucracy, which is at war with the Constitution, at war with the Declaration of Independence, and at war with decency. These are people who are at war with America, writes Joseph Farah. The unprecedented raid at Trump's home Mar-a-Lago, his castle, was slammed hard by most Republicans for overwhelming evidence of abuse by Joe Biden in the Department of Injustice. It was all for political weaponization, ladies and gentlemen. But see, McConnell didn't speak out. McConnell's been quiet. Why? Because he's part of the deep state, ladies and gentlemen. This is the quintessential point that I believe that Joseph Farah is making. Now, Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis called the raid another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's, quote, political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. A banana republic, DeSantis continues. The FBI raid, they say, is supposedly linked to documents found to be classified in 15 boxes by the National Archives and the Records Administration. But instead of just asking for those documents, they were somehow referred to the Attorney General Merrick Garland to use heavy-handed tactics to try to get them. In a tweet, House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, sounding, quote, more like Steve Bannon, says Joseph Farah, Attorney General Merrick Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Now, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, Christy Noem blasted Biden's FBI, calling the actions of the department un-American. The FBI raid on Trump's home is an unprecedented political weaponization of the Justice Department, wrote Kristi. They've been after Donald Trump as a candidate, as the president and now as the former president, using the quote, criminal justice system, in this manner is absolutely un-American. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working with and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was neither necessary or appropriate, Trump says. Now, Trump had to use his own social media system, Truth Social, because he's blocked on the other still, right? It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by rival Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024. Anyway, it goes on and on. GOP Representative Jim Banks. Of Indiana mentioned the 739 billion dollar budget passed by the Senate to expand the IRS in his rebuke of the FBI if the FBI can raid the home of a former US president imagine what IRS agents will do to you equipped in a tweet the FBI's raid of Mar-a-Lago is incredibly concerning especially Given the Biden administration's history of going after parents, Rick Scott tweeted, this is third world stuff. The FBI FBI must explain.
6: Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about this incredible article written by Joseph Farah at WND.com. The FBI and Deep State are at war with America. Joseph names the betrayers. The Deep State. Bottom line is FBI Director Chris Ray must go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Marco Rubio, who I don't believe is hard hitting enough, but he even tweeted using government power to persecute. Political opponents is something that we have seen many times from third world Marxist dictatorships, but never before in America. If Donald Trump's home is not safe from this kind of raid by the FBI, is anybody's home safe? Answer of course not. America has indeed become like North Korea or China. Now, here's what then Joseph Farris says what's the answer? We must give a stunning victory to the new brand of Republicans in the upcoming midterm elections. Then we must, we must, he says, return Trump to the presidency by 2024. And then we must remember how Democrats reigned like they did, like fascists. When they had the chance and so i understand joseph farah and i agree with the general point that he's making but i disagree with the idea that the new brand of republican will save us okay let's talk quickly about the new brand of republican the new brand of republican is donald-esque they're very good at trash talking the media it's almost like turned into a Fortnite game or something where we just trash talk one another. Donald's really good at trash talking people, calling people ugly, really good at, you know, mocking a Rand Paul or Ron Paul or this or that, mocking real ideas. But we don't need a new brand of Republican that's great at trash talking, great at promises, great at political rhetoric, but not great at upholding their oaths of office. Listen to me carefully where Donald's been and where he hasn't been. He's done a lot of good for the pro-life effort, and I commend him. But his Republican Party didn't back him. They weren't pro-life enough. Right now, you've got Mitch McConnell, the chief Republican, um, Kevin McCarthy, the chief Republican, and they're either saying nothing or they're saying, hey, please elect us because we'll fix it once we get elected. Well, again, they always promise, always use this political wedge of, well, if you do this, we'll do that, and they never deliver. The wall's not built, for instance. You can say, well, Donald made progress the best he could. I know, but he made progress the best he could against his own party. His own party is the one undermining him, partnering with the Democrats, and shutting down the initiative. And that's where then Joseph Farah would say, we're talking about a new brand of Republican that's different, Sam. Okay, so is the new brand in Trump's liking or likeness? Because if it is, you know what? We promised to lock up Hillary. We should have locked up Hillary. She actually funded the Russian dossier that took over two years to ferret out the truth that it was criminal, not true at all. It took us almost two years to find out that Hillary funded it and was behind it. And now, on the heels of spending $30 million and the election fraud of pounding into the American people's psyche and minds this falsehood about Donald in bed with the Russians, funded by Hillary, if that's not election fraud, I don't know what is. And Donald said he was going to lock her up, but then you know what Donald said once he got elected? Hey, leave my friend Hillary alone. Don't bother her. Is Donald really one of us or is he part of the deep state? Is this really where Donald's true and blue and they're attacking him at the deep state level? Or is this to create a civil war in America and Donald's part of it? I don't know. And I don't claim to know. But why didn't Donald lock up Hillary? You say, well, Sam, this is a big scandal. You know, uh, uh, Barack Obama was in on the Hillary Clinton plan, too. He used the White House to help Hillary um, attack candidate Donald. And now it turns out that this judge that authorized the raid on Mar-a-Lago, turns out that this judge is tied to Jeffrey Epstein and Barack Obama. Yeah. So why did Donald Trump not go after Barack Obama and go after the forged birth certificate? Joe Arpaio, former sheriff of Maricopa County, Arizona, literally did all the research and all the documentation necessary to get to the bottom of that. But Trump didn't turn over that leaf or that rock. Not at all. Donald dropped it like a rock. Then Donald didn't lock up Hillary. Donald didn't go after Obama. Donald didn't get Uh, Obamacare overturned. Donald didn't get the wall built. Donald didn't change the laws on libel and slander. Free speech is more in jeopardy now than after the Donald administration than before. So I'm not here to attack Donald Trump either, but I am here to highlight, ladies and gentlemen, when uh, we say that We need a new brand of Republican to save us, and we got to get Donald back in the White House. What will Donald do if he gets back in the White House? What will his second round be? Now, remember, the first round when he got elected, Donald Trump and others reached out to me and my team at Liberty News Radio, James Edwards and others, and allowed a ton of surrogates to be on our programs. To the point of, I interviewed Eric Trump, one of Donald's sons, and I interviewed Donald Trump Jr. on Super Tuesday to make the point. The second round, Donald would have nothing to do with us. What does that mean? We literally helped him get elected the first go-round, and the second go-round, he pretty much jettisoned all of us, right? Right? He pardoned a lot of people, and I'm grateful for some of that, but why didn't he pardon Ammon Bundy? Why didn't he pardon Sam Gerard, some of the people that really deserve pardons? See? Um, I appreciate a lot of the good that President Trump has done in the past. He's brought to light the criminality of the media. He's brought to light now the criminality of many agencies in government. But when Donald got elected, did he clean out and get rid of the deep swamp? No. He embraced them. When he wouldn't get in contact with guys like Sheriff Richard Mack and myself, he would at first, but then he wouldn't. Why? In my opinion, you ought to have Richard Mack be the leader of the FBI. Richard's back father used to work for the FBI. Richard Mack has already um, gone through FBI uh, training, whatever it's called. I'm not sure the even terms, but it's FBI, uh, the FBI Academy, I think is how you term it. He's already been through that, right? Okay, why not have our guys surround President Trump? See, Donald's biggest mistake was he got in there and he let himself continue to be surrounded by thugs. Right? He put Christopher Ray there, and now we're saying Christopher ray has got to go, and most likely Christopher Ray signed the document that went after his home. Okay, Congress is about to double the size of the IRS. Why didn't Donald shut down any government departments, especially the IRS? The IRS has already been used in a, as an attack dog against Donald. He should know better by now, right? So now, like I say, I'm not here to attack Donald Trump over this. I think it's wrong that his home was invaded. I think it's criminal. But again, the Republicans, even the most conservative of them, have a lot of rhetoric. They got a lot of bark. But I ain't seeing a whole lot of bite. Was the actions by the FBI, was it just abhorrent? Was it just... Un- inconceivable? Was it just, oh my goodness, Weimar Republic? Was it, um, wow, how dare them? Or was it criminal activity? See, that's the discussion. Were the actions of whoever approved this raid And the FBI, or whoever the players are who were involved, because since they were in plain clothes, we don't even know who the real players were. How do we know Ray Epps wasn't one of the people that raided Donald's house, huh? They were all in plain clothes. There was 30-plus of them. We don't know their names or who they are. We don't even know if they all work for the FBI, do we? So are we talking about just something that's, wow, we can't believe this happened really, really bad? Or are we talking about criminal activity? I'll ask my question in seconds, my, my core question on your radio.
0: Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
8: Inflation in July drops to 8.5% from 9.1% a month earlier. The decrease is better as the recession continues to still be painful to everyone's wallets. Tim Michaels, a wealthy businessman endorsed by President Trump, won the Republican primary for Wisconsin governor on Tuesday and will face Democrat Governor Tony Evers in November.
1: This race has been about getting proper executive leadership in the governor's mansion and a great governor who served the people of Wisconsin.
8: The Internal Revenue Service must hand over President Trump's tax records to a House committee, a federal appeals court ruled on Tuesday, dismissing a long-running legal battle to block tax officials. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat from California, described the order as a victory. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News
6: paid for by govmint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call 1 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630.
8: President Trump said he will testify under oath as part of a New York State civil investigation into his business dealings of his company, the Trump Organization. Today, the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, is questioning if Trump misled the value of assets, including golf courses and skyscrapers, to tax authorities. Ninety days before the midterm elections and the Department of Justice raids a possible future presidential candidate, With automatic machine guns.
7: There are still more questions than answers regarding the FBI's raid of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida on Monday night. Among those looking for details on why it happened is South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham.
2: We're 90 days before an election. The FBI sent agents to the home of a former president, the leading contender to be the nominee for 2024. And I want to know why. For the USA Radio News Gulf
7: Coast Bureau, I'm Tony Marusso.
8: USA Radio News.
1: I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Some people are really outraged by the attack on Donald Trump's home, but I got a bigger question for the Republicans. FBI Director Chris Ray must go. I concur with that. The FBI and Deep State are at war with America, writes Joseph Farah. He names the betrayers. Um, but look, folks, uh, this question is vital. All right. Is the FBI's Trump home raid criminal? Okay. And, and the reason I ask this is because the Republicans are outraged and they're using everything. But what could take this to the next level? Okay, And that's what concerns me about the deep state. They're really good at expressing outrage. They're really good at playing us in the narrative. Let me give you an example. In Michigan, we heard in the mainstream press that, hey, a bunch of guys tried to kidnap uh, Whitmer. But, folks, the truth was they were trying to commit a citizen's arrest on Whitmer because they believed she was a criminal. Well, she's above the law, and so, therefore, hey, she gets protection like Hillary and Bill, like Hunter and Joe, right? But they weren't literally committing uh, a criminal act. They were thinking they were going to do a citizen's arrest. Well, it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, and this is documented, this isn't just my opinion, right? This rogue agency has been weaponized by the regime. They manufactured a plot in Michigan to kidnap the governor. The FBI was behind all that, and they got caught, and it resulted in mistrials. The FBI got caught doing the same thing to Ammon Bundy, right? And so, look, it's one thing to say the FBI and the deep state war with America, but look, is the FBI's Trump home raid a criminal act? Huh? Because if it is, then I don't want to wait until the next election. That's probably gonna be fraud. Right? This probably gonna be fraud, folks. I don't want to wait for the next criminal, hopefully we'll get, we'll lock up Hillary message after the next election. I don't want to have to put hope in Democrats or Republicans or anybody in the deep state for this. If it's not criminal activity, stop the rhetoric. Yeah, it's bad, but hey, they're obeying the law. If it's really third world country stuff. If it's really that we're spiraling down to an unprecedented move, if there's really not government authority and it's been a weaponized government agency, let me ask you the next question. If the rogue FBI weaponized by the regime, think about that kind of language. This is a lot of what the Republicans are saying. But if we look at the FBI and we say it's a weaponized rogue agency, that is beyond criminal activity, folks. That would be treason. If you weaponize the largest centralized police power organization in the country and you did it as part of the Democratic Party, Right? Then we're not just talking about an opinion that, oh man, that was horrible, they shouldn't have done it. We're talking about criminal activity, weaponizing the FBI, sending them after a former president, unprecedented. We can't wait till the next election to resolve this. We can't hope on a wing and a prayer against all election fraud odds that Donald Trump somehow can gain the White House or that somehow Republicans that are a new brand can come in and save the day. Remember the contract with America or on America by Newt Getting rich back in the day that failed miserably and he got caught in a sexual scandal and disgraced and mocked, and the whole agenda went south. We can't hang our hat on guys like Donald Trump, who's just as immoral as Newt Gingrich, who, okay, you can't rely on these people at all, ladies and gentlemen. So I appreciate the idea that Donald's home got attacked. Wow, ain't that horrible? Ain't that? It is. It is. But if they didn't cross criminal lines, then we better back off. And if they did cross lines of criminal activity, we need to prosecute now. Why aren't we standing to impeach Ray right now? Why don't we impeach Chris Ray now? Why don't we impeach Joe Biden now? Why don't we impeach the leader of the Justice Department and the FBI now? Why don't we demand accountability in America now? Look at the FBI, a weaponized rogue agency, weaponized by the regime. If the regime is really weaponized, the greatest law enforcement powers in America that crosses all state boundaries and everything else, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to take action. Forget this little home raid. That's one out of a thousand abuses. Right? Think about that. Remember, they're the ones that uh, raided Roger Stone's house at like 6 in the morning and tipped off CNN or somebody ahead of time to cover the thing, right? We've had hundreds of raids across the country from the IRS, which has been weaponized and now armed to the teeth, to the FBI, weaponized and armed to the teeth. At some point, if we're going to call it a regime, and we're going to call it third world status, and we're going to call it... um, You know, whatever term, banana republic, if we're a banana republic, we're not a constitutional republic anymore, are we? If the FBI and these agencies have been weaponized like they claim by a regime, regime suggests these people shouldn't even be in power in the first place. Weaponized means they have hostily been taken over, and now they are violating the laws to attack innocents. If that is true, then the FBI's Trump home raid, which is a criminal act, is just a drop in the bucket, folks. So what are we going to do now? What in our system allows us to change the game? Well, Sam, you can impeach the president with Congress. Yeah, Sam, Congress is all ran by Democrats and they won't. What do you do with a Democrat or a congressman? Say it's a Republican. Don't care if it's a Republican or Democrat. They're all part of the deep state with rare exception is the point, folks. What do you do when your congressman or senator goes rogue and starts to allow the weaponization of government agencies under their very lawmaking noses? And they literally do nothing but wring their hands and go, ow, oh, ain't that horrible. You better elect me tomorrow because I'll fix it for you. Yeah, you didn't fix it last time, you lying thug, straight from the pit of hell. You didn't, did you? No, you didn't. So don't shame me twice. Shame on you. We, the people, need to take peaceful action to change the game. You can get rid of all. Let me say that again. All, spelled with an A-L-L. All 435 members of the House every two years. Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans including you transgenders, if you must. We must replace these thugs, guilty of dereliction of duty at the least and criminal activity most likely. The FBI's Trump home raid is indeed a criminal act. The FBI is a rogue agency weaponized by the regime. Why do I say regime? Because Joe Biden wasn't duly elected, as you are lied to and told. They claim we don't have evidence, but they lie. We have so much evidence, it's not even funny. Anybody who brings up election fraud, anybody who attacks the IRS is absolutely criminally dealt with. But the real criminals are in these weaponized agencies. And you know what? Who's downstream? The answer, the weaponized agencies. Who is upstream? Answer, your rogue president. And your rogue Congress due to election fraud. How do we solve it? We have overwhelming, beyond their ability to commit vote fraud, stand up to replace these clowns. We jettison the mainstream media like never before and turn on people like Loving Liberty Radio Networks. People like Brideon Radio and TV. People like WND.com. People like The Epic Times. People like Mike Adams and others that are doing such a tremendous job. Those are the people we turn to and we jettison their gatekeeping criminal ways. And then we prosecute and hold accountable those responsible. Ladies and gentlemen, we better start to take action now. I'll tell you what they're doing next in seconds on your radio. All right, back with you live. I ran this little headline or two through the thread of today's broadcast. Biden is twice vaxxed, twice boosted, twice infected with COVID 19. Fully vaccinated and double boosted Anthony Fauci got COVID as well, according to townhall.com. They used, ladies and gentlemen, this, quote, weaponized virus. And then the, quote, anecdote fast tracked. Operation Warp Speed under the Donald Trump leadership. Let's not act like this is all the Democrats. Under Donald Trump's leadership, did they fast-track the vaccine? Then they tried to force us all to take the vaccine. Right? The FBI and the deep state are at war with we the people in America, ladies and gentlemen. And the FBI director, Ray, must go. Look at the FBI now, a rogue agency weaponized by the regime. Is the FBI's Trump Raid a criminal act? I think the answer is yes. Well, we can't just wait till the next election cycle. These Republicans, I appreciate their rhetoric, but they go far enough to really make you believe this is serious and really enough to hint that they're criminals. But quit playing games. Quit hinting. If they're criminals, let's use the Republic's checks and balances to create accountability now. And if they're not really committing criminal activity, don't hint as such. Don't suggest we're a banana republic if we're not. Don't suggest, okay, you can't have it both ways. Either these people have weaponized the IRS, either these people have weaponized the Justice Department and the FBI, the CIA and the NSA and everything else, or they have not. If they have not, then shut up. And if they have, let's prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. Sheriffs, it's time to stand up. Governors, it's time to stand up. Now, let me give you an example. I don't know if you know this, but a, a week or two ago, there was a gentleman who had some guns, and the BATF, another criminalized, weaponized government agency, came to this guy's house, and they said, "Hey, we need to see your guns." Da 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 da, and it all made viral video. It was everywhere. But I don't hear anybody speaking out about it. Where's the latest Republican saying that was criminal activity by the BATF? See, so arrest those BATF agents immediately for criminal activity. There's only one sheriff. He's a constitutional sheriff. He is a proud member of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, to which I'm the operations director for. I am the vice president of operations. And this is in my opinion, hero sheriff stood up. Listen to this. Headline, Clickatech County, Washington. Who are we talking about? The good elected sheriff there by the name of Bob Songer. He advised residents in his county that if agents come from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, come to their homes without a, quote, search warrant, Asking to inspect their firearms. They can simply. Tell them to leave their property. Kerry Pickett writes the article. The article is found. In the Washington Times. Sheriff Bob Songer is an American hero. Sheriff Songer told the Washington Times. That he became concerned about the second amendment. Rights of the residents of his county. Tech County, Washington, after viewing the doorbell video showing the firearms owner who BATF agents coerced without a warrant to inspect his firearms. Now, folks, you've got the goons now coming for your guns. That's what I mean. The raid of Donald Trump's house is like a drop in the bucket. Sheriff Songer, quote, if the ATF agents do not have a search warrant signed by a judge and you have told them to leave your property and they refuse to do so, call me, Bob Songer, Sheriff says, and I, listen, and I will make contact with the agents. Think about that. If the BATF tries to come to your house, and uh, they say, I want to see your guns or whatever else, and you say, I need it, you have a search warrant, and they either won't show it to you or whatever, call the sheriff, and he says, I will make contact with the agents. He says in his statement, then if they still refuse to leave, I will personally arrest the ATF agents for criminal trespass. And I will book them into the Klickatech County Jail. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there is a hero sheriff. Too bad this poor homeowner got coerced into showing them his guns, even though they had no warrant. Too bad he didn't live in Klickatech County, Washington, where Bob Songer, the sheriff, says, hey, call me and I'll take care of this for you. Sadly, Americans aren't trained enough to know what to do in these cases. But the government literally is rogue. They came to his house without a warrant, and they literally coerced this guy. Here's what Bob Songer continues to say. That's the sheriff here. In my opinion, these surprised visits by ATF agents are nothing more than a fishing expedition to see what guns you may have in your possession. Amen. Amen. Representative Matt Rosendale of Montana, a Republican, now called for an investigation into the incident, saying he fears that there will be more illegal, uh, you heard me, illegal criminal inspections to come as the left continues to violate our Second Amendment, God given, inalienable rights. Congress should investigate this immediately, he says. Click Attack County Sheriff Bob Songer said in a press release that agents are now making home surprise visits to those who have purchased more than two guns at a time. He says, to my knowledge, this is not happening in my county, but I'm a constitutional sheriff. I got a lifetime membership with the constitutional sheriffs and peace officers Association, and I believe strongly in the fact that my duty as sheriff is to protect the citizens who put me there to protect their constitutional rights. The ATF must answer questions on why they decided to conduct an illegal search especially since the homeowner had done nothing wrong, Sheriff Songer said in a statement. These actions by the federal government are unsettling and they have no business going door to door to see who has firearms. Congress should investigate this immediately. Ask the agents to show you their search warrant to inspect your firearms. Sheriff Songer said, make sure the warrant is signed by a judge. The sheriff then suggests telling the agents to leave the property. If they refuse, they are trespassing. It could mean the arrest of federal agents. See, the BATF is looking across the country for what they call straw purchases, in which a, quote, legal gun buyer purchases two or more firearms and gives the gun to somebody else after they pass a background check. But it says, it appears at this time that ATF agents are making surprised visits along the I-95 corridor. Garland announced last year, in late July, that they're doing this, searching for these, quote, straw buyers. Folks, that's fine for them to search for what they believe is criminal activity. But it is not fine for them to simply violate the law and become rogue thug agents. They don't have any authority for that. They must be stopped. And out of 3,081 sheriffs in America, I only hear about two sheriffs that are willing to stand up. One of them's in Missouri. The other one's in Washington State. Now, there are other sheriffs that need to speak out on this, no question. But while we go ballistic because Donald's home got raided by armed thugs. What about all the other members of society who I believe in America are just as important? Now in these third world kind of country ideas, in these we have kings and elites and rich people that are in a special class all of their own, then Donald is more important than that homeowner. But in my world, and in the founding fathers' world, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have kings and elites. Among us, right? We don't have that situation. So I believe that homeowner that was caressed or I'm sorry, coerced by the BATF, that story um is just as big as the story about Donald Trump's raid. Is it not? And if it's not, why not? Both of them are illegal acts, criminal acts by rogue, weaponized government agency in the Biden administration. Right? Folks, we've got to take this seriously. And I'm sick of the rhetoric by the Republicans. Oh, this is horrible. We're in a third world country. By golly, this is banana republic stuff. I appreciate that, Ron DeSantis. But are you as a governor going to encourage and authorize all sheriffs to, if the FBI comes to your state in any way, like they've already done in Donald's case, as criminals, as rogue agents of weaponized agencies, are you going to authorize and partner with the sheriffs to arrest these weaponized criminal agency thugs? Or are you just going to say, wow, Congress should investigate this immediately? See, the ATF must answer questions I agree, but the only one who has really threatened arrest for rogue activity and weaponized government agencies acting lawlessly, the only one who's threatened to take this to the next level in a meaningful, productive, constitutional, moral way that I know of is Bob Songer. Hero sheriff. I'm going to say hero Sheriff, again, because that's what we're talking about. Folks, we have got to get to where these thugs cannot peacefully run around and break the law. Why do I say peacefully? Well, is it peaceful when they go into Mar-a-Lago armed to the teeth because no one opposes them? Is that peaceful? What about when they come to a, a man's house and demand to see his guns without a warrant? Is that peaceful? Well, I'm glad neither Donald nor this man shot back. I'm grateful because I want it to remain peaceful. But the only reason those two instances are peaceful is because the public is primarily peaceful at this point. I pray it remains so. But for it to remain so, it's going to require that we use the God-given checks and balances ordained in and codified in the supreme law of our laws, of our land, I mean. Right? We have got to take action. And the only one that I see really doing it in a meaningful way right now is Bob Songer, Clecatech County, Washington. I hope the rest of us can stand up and partner with our sheriffs to help them do the same. There are checks and balances in America. Just ask Richard Mack when he beat Bill Clinton over the Brady Bill at the Supreme Court. Yes, there's checks and balances, and presidents are not gods. Remember that, Joe. God save the Republic of the United States of America.